Welcome, 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 welcome to the comic. What's going on, nerds? This is Mike. That's Bill. What up? And we got a special guest today, MC Virus. What's going on, buddy? What's going on, guys? Fucking really good to see you. It's been a while. Been a while. Glad to be here. Today welcome, we're gonna welcome. Talk. Yeah, uh, we, we play your shit all the time. I appreciate it. Yep. That's the, you've done. You did our open. You yeah. produced our open. Yeah. Yep. So mad props. We 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 enjoy that. The intro music. It was is fun doing. Perfect. It's like exactly what i was looking for cool when because like like i hit him up and i was like hey man i need you to make in- an intro track for me and he's like what do you want i'm like uh kind of like a video gamey sound and just kind of you know what i mean and like i was like but i don't want to give you too much input just do your thing remember that yeah and he's like okay i got you and he like went and found this beat and he's like go buy this beat and then you had it to me in what, like a week? I think a uh, week or a little less, maybe. I mean, it's awesome, dude. Fucking really awesome. It was fun. I I, it, uh, I wanted Jay's voice, and I felt kind of um, wicked, you know, violent Jay style, but man- manipulate what he had and scratch it. Yeah. And, uh, That's what you said. You hit me up later, and you're like, man, that has the intro to carnival of carnage vibes and it, if i don't know if you've ever heard that insane clown posse but it's um, old 93 tape back in the day yeah but that that they're very similar in just like the structure and he did that just by mistake yeah and it, it turned out really awesome dude so it was fun to do yeah thanks um today so today we're going to talk about some hip hop and then some ghostbusters we're Always, getting, we got to swing away from it's my shit. The MCU and Marvel and all that. Who are you gonna call? Yes, but first, Bill, you got a little something to talk about, don't you? We have a contest. We're gonna give away this uh, comic here. Grab it. It is uh, Tales from the Dark Multiverse. It's a one-off issue, so there's you don't need anything else besides the story. I just want people to kind of read this. The Blackest Night. Um, and that's Lobo comics. So there's Lobo in there. Uh, Sinestro as the kind of the bad guy. It's kind of Infinity Stones-esque, uh, but it's just kind of a, an exclusive cover from a Black Cape Comics and a, a limited run. So we're giving a few out. So all this month, go to the website, thecomiczone.com, click on the contest, kind of fill out the entry. And uh, the qu- question is we have to ask, and I'm asking you two guys here too, is... You can assemble a team of four heroes, villains, whatever you want, any genre. So DC, Marvel, anime, The Simpsons, real life even if you wanted to. Mm. And who's your pick four for your ultimate team? They don't even have to be good guys. It could be, you know, like Sinister Six, but you so know, this only is four. like a the four pack. I would say Hulk, Silver Surfer, Doctor Doom, and Magneto. <laughs> that that's pretty baller. that's a pretty solid team that's pretty solid right, I'm after just Hulk and Silver Surfer would fuck shit up let alone fucking Doctor Doom that guy's always a bad motherfucker Doctor Doom and Silver Surfer together are pretty 
pretty gangster, considering they're both their powers. Hell yeah. I think I would go with <clears throat> any genre. Anything. And you had on a, on the list in our little so I in put our shared Dragon notes. Ball because we were. Yeah, gonna he put talk. Dragon Ball on there, and I'm like, dude, you can't you can't include that because if you put just a broad stroke of like you can use anybody in Dragon Ball, then it's pretty much over after that. Those guys are on a whole different level of power. It's you could just say Goku. It's very unfair. Done. It's very unfair. But it's not always about strength. But Goku isn't even the strongest person in that show. Like Vegeta, I would argue, is actually stronger. But that's a whole thing. We're gonna have a Dragon Ball Z episode next week week with Vince. Uh, Vince from Moreno, Chelsea's husband. We're going to have a good one on that, so I won't get too far into that. But taking out Dragon Ball, yeah, I think I would go with Apocalypse. Mm. Uh, man, I like Silver Surfer, but I can't pick him now. <laughs> um, I almost want to add Doom to my list after he... The Sentry. Um... And I got to throw Spider-Man in there just because he's my my dude. And then even if he's not going to be on that same level of power. And then. So you're sacrificing one guy. Well, he could stay in the back. He's smart, dude. He could run the <laughs> fucking strategy. You know what, what I mean? What Peter Parker do to you, man? Nothing. It's so mean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He'll, he can wear uh, whatever badass suit he's got. <laughs> and then, yeah, we'll go fucking juggernaut and oh last one professor x very good choices i'd have to go venom eddie brock as the king in black for the brief moment he was in comic existence so, so that's two that's one person okay oh, that that specific venom i thought so you were he's, so he's god level venom and a kind of a anti-hero, leaning towards hero kind of character. Oh, so you got me like fighting gods here. I must. Well, you, you you picked Goku. <laughs> you were talking about yeah. I should have went with the Dragon Ball characters and just wiped you fuckers out. <laughs> That's right. So you gotta go, gotta go big. And then um, I was also thinking about Hulk, and uh, then and then I don't know. I was trying to c- include some different variety of characters. And I couldn't think of anyone DC. Oh, Lobo. Oh, that's it. So I need Lobo, Venom, and um, one of the uh, Q from uh, Uh, Star Trek. That's not fair. And uh, I'll go with uh, Ben Riley, Spider-Man. Okay. If we're doing that, I'm just going to go with. You're going to have to change your your four. I'm going to go with one person. All right. And uh, that's Zen Osama from Dragon Ball, and he can just make erase universes. <laughs> so fuck all you guys. <laughs> what if what if our four teams have to work together? Then we don't know what the well, challenge then, is yet either. That's another right. question. Well, I would just say just who you think at one would... time they'd have to fight each other. Well, yeah, this is. I was thinking like was... a big tournament. That's right. But, but anyway, so. Go to the comiczone.com contests. Let me show it here on the camera if you're looking. I can get it to show up here. I'll post it on the website here. Um, Tales from the Dark Universe, number one, Blackest Night. Um, 
variant edition. Answer, give us your pick four. So they'll give you a form on the website to kind of fill it out and give us your information. Um, yeah, we can put it on the on Facebook too. The question in there too, right? Yeah, we'll we'll put it out there here. That you know, we'll just kind of put it all over. So, yeah, we'll be doing that for this, you know, till the end of July. Sweet. And then we'll raffle. We'll raffle. Did you say that with the meal raffle? Raffle. That's right. So now, um, let's get into the news. Nerdalism news. First of all, before we get into anything more, I just want to give my condolences to the people in Texas, the families there uh, that lost kids in that fucking shooting, man. I'm fucking so sick. Like, I don't get why these fuckfaces pick schools, bro. Like, what? Like they're literally the most innocent people. They, you know what I mean? What the fuck? But so, just from all of us here, our our hearts go out to you. And like, fuck. What do What do you say? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. What did you have? And there's also it? other kind of more more downer news. Is uh, you know Ray Liotta passed. Yes, passed away. Yep. Sad. That was. Uh, you know, and just kind of looking over some of his other things besides just, you know, uh, good fellas. Uh, he did some pretty cool voiceover stuff and some kind of more nerdy stuff as well. Like uh, he was in Dragon Ball. He was a voice for them. And also, oh, wait a minute. Was he? I'm hold on, hold on. I'm 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 getting my n- notes confused. No, it was SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, I, was, <laughs> I was like, what? what? No, he wasn't. No, I'm, see, I'm, you know, I'm a little... You know, to Colorado here, and I'm misreading my notes. Uh, the Simpsons. <laughs> uh, he was in The Simpsons, and also Joey in Sin City. So, oh yeah, so yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he was. He's been. He, he was in ha- in that Hannibal movie. Eating his, his, eating his own brain. Yeah, uh-huh. that was fucking cool. He's one of those actors yeah. that you're gonna look around and he's you know in everything. It may not be a major role or whatever, but right. He wasn't a lot of stuff. I mean, that that does suck. How old was he? Uh, Sixty-seven, I think. What? What killed him? He died in his sleep. He was shooting a movie somewhere in Bahamas or Cuba or something. Damn. Well, at least he died somewhere. Sunny. I think sixty-seven. I could be wrong about that, but we'll we'll see. Huh. Yeah. Um. Rest in peace to him. Yeah. On some good news for us, at least locally, we were going to be at the Casper Comic-Con. Yeah. We'll be there recording. So any of you who are there, make sure to kind of stop by, say hey, hello. You know, we'll record you and uh, get you on that next episode. So it should be a fun time to kind of. Yeah, we'll just be kind of walking around, uh, talking with people. Hopefully we'll have kind of a corner that we can uh, be set up in and just kind of grab people out of the crowd. Maybe get, uh, talk to some people with some booths there and just kind of be the media presence, uh, as far as that's concerned, hopefully cover it. Like it's a, yeah. So tune into nerdalism when, uh, when what's the dates on that? Oh, I should have wrote that written. written I was going to ask that. Let me, we're going to have to kind of get that back. So, yeah, and we're going to have a space to kind of record. I don't know if we'll have a booth or not, but, you know, s- stay on social media. We'll we'll let you know where we'll be, uh, 
when we figure it out. So we just kind of recently got in contact with the, the people who run it and uh, hopefully bring them on the show too. If it all timing works out on both our Yeah, that would be schedules. cool. That'd be really cool. So. Um, I'm trying to look up June 25th and 26th. Yep. Is, uh, are the days, um, are we going to be there both days? Ford Wyoming center. I don't, we haven't just talked about it. I was thinking yes, but I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll see, see how it goes. Either way, we'll be there one of the days and talking with people and hopefully maybe talk to some of the guests that are there. Hopefully. That'd be we'll cool. see. That would be cool. I'm not going to promise yeah. anything on that, though. <laughs> because we are we are guests at their house, so right. we play by the house rules. Exactly. You know, respectfully. So... Should be a good time, and uh, like I said, if you're in Casper, say hello. Yep, check it out. More people that go, the better that thing, you know, better the next year. So, Also, a lot of cool new things coming out, too. Uh, the new season of Obi-Wan just released, and also new season of Stranger Things. It's released? Yeah, yesterday. Um, oh, my God. We're gonna yeah, last week. So by the time this publishes, this will be... So we got about a, four or five days ago. So we got an Obi Wan episode coming up then. We got to watch him. Yeah. <laughs> Should we w- but, wait till the whole show's over for that? I, don't know, I think we just kind of touch on it as it goes when when we see fit. You know. Cool. But yeah, we're kind of plotting all this stuff out. So I'm I'm stoked to see Stranger Things. I haven't ever watched that show. Do you like it? Yeah, it's good. Uh, we did that in Albuquerque season four. Oh yeah. So you work in. Um, the movie industry is uh in like building I'm a scenic sets. artist. What I'm a scenic artist. I paint and plaster, sculpt. So it's building sets. Um, I don't build them per se. I I uh, cosmetically make them up. Oh, so somebody else builds them and you just yeah the prop make makers them, do you that. Make them look pretty. I install floors sometimes, but yeah. So, and that um. Uh, forgot where i was going we got two stoned so what that was a good shit stranger things i always like because it's kind of very stephen king like just it feels that it has that 80s vibe in in a good way it's not ripping it off but it's you know there's a slight nod it feels like stephen king's it sort of with some of that formula yeah that's and and modern it's got some you know modern kind of twists that can i think make it you know you know relevant and Sometimes it can get a little bit campy later on, but you know I think it's a good ride. I dig it. What are they like? I don't don't like it. It gets yeah. slow in the middle or something. Is that what you're saying? No. Um, <gasps> there's just some things that seem a little song and dance that in the last season because they were going to like a corn dog stand or, or uh, some sort of fast food kind of thing, and it was a little. I don't know. A little bit stretch hard, you know, without spoiling it, it's hard to really kind of lay it out. Yeah. Gotcha. But I mean, it's still a good ride. It's one of them shows I intend to watch always, but I never get, I never think of it when I'm trying to find something to watch. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of those. I need to just start keeping a notepad and just write this shit down. Like when somebody, or in my phone. That's what I do. I write everything. Not like I don't have a fucking phone in my pocket. At all times. And I'm like, yeah, I'll remember that. And then I totally don't. Cause <laughs> I, I just, I use mine to prep for this, for this uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
What else you got for the news, Bill? The other exciting thing, and you both kind of commented on it on the Facebook group, was the announce of the new Indiana Jones. Yes. Oh, yeah, he got upset with me. Like, <laughs> You're like, oh, I don't know. No, no, it's not for Who doesn't love Indiana Jones? No. You know, it's it's where they got the idea from originally was they wanted a American James Bond. That's kind of the, the, the template that kind of birthed, you know, Indiana Jones. I could see that. So he was an archaeologist, not a you know, not a spy, but still kind of rescued the great writing, man. Mm -hmm. Just fucking. I'll see. Maybe I should just watch him, and maybe I'll appreciate it. Uh, It's been since I was like a kid since I watched him. What? That's why you got to keep watching that. I watched that Crystal Skull one, and I was like, man, this is retarded. Uh, That was probably the wrong one to judge it on. I I still, I still like it. I mean, it's cool for what it is, but I mean, him getting it was it was in a refrigerator. It wasn't Temple of Doom, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you can't really expect it. The only thing about yeah. Temple of Doom that's hard is just the the screaming, the the damsel in distress screaming is kind of well, well have, for modern taste. I think that's she was banging that, the director, so she got a part. Yeah, um, everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> they talked yeah. about that on Family Guy. Everybody years. knows that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she ever acted again after that. Yeah, she just I don't even know who it is. I forgot like, her name too. He's like, "Yeah, you're gonna be a star." It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. So yeah, maybe I'll just go back and watch some Indiana Jones. I watched some of the after our Star Trek episode. I went and watched uh, Strange New Worlds. Yeah, and man, that show is fucking good. Have you watched it? I think I actually. After we were talking about it, I realized I actually had watched it the night before we recorded. Oh, really? I was just like, it's, you know, put on and you fall asleep to it. It I was like good, it. but, you know, nothing against the show because I'm just an old man and fall asleep to TV. Me too. I like it. You know, you have so a much. beer and you turn on the lights, get comfortable and lights out. It was like my, like my, my, my father was saying, Father Jesus Christ, can I talk? Uh, that show felt really like old school because it's very, um, it's episodic. So it's not like one just ongoing thing they're do- fighting. The every episode like leads into the next. No, it's like the old shows where it's like they got this threat, this or whatever's happened in this episode, and then it goes to the next one. You know. Yeah. So it's kind of a hybrid though, because they do have reoccurring things in the show that are like back kind of backs you know character stories you know what i mean that are ongoing Mm -hmm. but like each episode is its standalone thing which is pretty cool i haven't seen it yet it's a i want to check out picard that show's supposed to be really good too. Oh, is it out yet? Yeah, it's it's on the second season. It's it, you gotta find what it's like on Paramount or some other add on to some other yeah. add on kind of streaming service. Yeah, you I think that's add that's the problem with Amazon Prime. Yeah, that's where you, I watched it. Oh yeah, it is on Prime. That's where I see it. But it's add-ons. Paramount Plus, so you gotta do like you said the it's, yeah the Paramount yeah it's an add on to Amazon, which is yeah. probably the best like the. I would say Amazon Prime actually has the most to offer as far as like streaming, which is crazy because it used to be Netflix, but they're they're getting whittled away. Yep. I I have a Fire Stick, but like it's like jailbroken, which is isn't that great working in the industry myself. But there's like movies I've already paid for hundreds of times. Right. Seen. I don't. You know. And like I want to see over and over again. 
that I've already paid, like old eighties shit, shit that I can't ever find anywhere else. Yeah. I do have I, I pay for all my streaming services. I got Hulu, Netflix. We just got HBO Max. HBO Max is pretty good. Yeah, it it, it, it I'm digging it. I watch that a lot more. It's lately. just starting to turn into cable. You know what I mean? We thought we got away from that, but now you gotta have you know, you gotta have this streaming service. You gotta have this one. You gotta have this one and then, then your bills like fucking eighty bucks a month or whatever. It's weird you have internet and cable. Yeah, so you're actually paying more. Yeah. At least the internet though is you can do a lot with it. Right. So I mean right. it's very versatile. Well, it's almost a necessity. For my job it's Well, at this, this point podcast, it's a necessity. At this yeah. point it's a utility. It, yeah. Yeah. It, like at this point it's a utility just like water. It's or, not a luxury. Yeah. That's for sure. It's so definitely it's a, a car too. It should be put in that category as well. Yeah. But it's not. That's kind of the fucked up thing about good old America. In the world in general, bro. But anyway, so one other thing on a news before we go uh, on to check yep. this, sh- check out some cool shit. Uh, Top Gun, Maverick. Yeah, we, we just saw. Yeah, we just saw that the other night. And so what? A don't worry, movie. no, no spoilers here. We're just uh, yeah. reacting. What a movie, dude! You need to go see this. I'm go. I'm going to. It's fucking great, for sure. Like it felt very eighties. It was. It felt like it, it. reminded me of the movies I liked when I was a kid, um, and the, just that eighties and nineties action movie feel, um, very intense and serious in parts, and then it was very funny in others. And I got to see it with Sean, and that was actually made it better, Cause he's just there. because he loves it so much. His reactions and his uh, excitement for the movie was infectious you know what i mean yeah. and people around us were laughing just to not like laughing at him but they were just like right you know and they're it encouraged it, it was the whole one, theater to one, open up yeah one yeah. of the only movies that i've gone to other than revenge of the sith where when the opening credits started everyone was applauding i was there with you at revenge of the sith we didn't sit together i was with mike Faber. he yep. won tickets on the radio yep I remember seeing you out front, mm-hmm. and Randy was talking. You were with Randy. That shit was a mad. Randy house. was talking to us. You're like, "Come on, fucking dude! I'm not, I'm not waiting on you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got fucking shit to see here, man. Like this ain't no game. Yeah, didn't even say hi to me. Just, just uh, like, let's sh- get the fuck in the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to sit way on the left side. It was the shittiest seats, all up in the front. We were the very front. Yeah. And me and Mike like, were. I did not care, dude. That was such yeah. a fucking great movie, and like, probably my favorite movie theater experience ever, just because of how involved the crowd was, just like cheering and yeah. so excited. It's electric, you know what I mean, like a concert. Dope. And um, that Top Gun wasn't quite that, but people still cheered, and we were hooting and had the same energy. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. yeah. So it was if, nice about the film, it was reminiscent but still had new stuff it wasn't just watching top gun it wasn't just a straight up remake it echoed a lot even like i think the first credits was like almost the exact same scenes are very close um but then it i felt it started a little slow but once you got into it it was great definitely worth seeing in in the on the big screen yeah if you haven't the full 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 experience the rumble when the jets come do not let it go to stream just go see that movie yeah that's it's worth it's worth seeing the big screen anyway let's talk about some what'd you call it check this shit out this shit out (laughs) 
Yeah. Cool stuff that's coming out that we think you should check out. So uh, start it off. There's a new comic. Well, it's not. It's a new storyline. Uh, Avengers Forever. As we just were talking about Doom before. Uh, it's issue number five. But it's starting off a new story about the doom of all dooms. So it's a multiverse story. Oh, so like the superior doom? Yeah. So interesting. I don't want to spoil too much because it's worth worth the read. But, you know, issue one was very solid and, you know, Sweet. worth picking up. And I think it's... That'd be something you'd be into. Maybe. I, I don't read very much anymore. I'd collect more than anything, but... That does sound Yeah, you, he's a kind of a key guy, aren't you? You try to I, find keys. Or minor yeah. keys. What are you on the hunt for, then? I want Hulk 181. Which one's... The, what what's covers that? That's um, the first appearance of Wolverine. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Yep. That That's a... I mean, or is that the one with the claws? No. Where he's on... That's, the, that's a Wolverine. That's like they're like fighting each other in the front of it. Gotcha, got Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's a, not minor at all, that one. No. And uh, I also want a punter for a punter, <laughs> Punisher first appearance, Spider Man. The Punisher. The Punisher. <laughs> just picked up the uh, first appearance, uh, full full appearance of Mary Jane. Nice. Oh, it's pretty well we beat up, but it was a well, still birthday score. That's awesome. Yeah, that's Thanks, dope. DJ Nike. Fuck yeah! Yeah, yeah. shout cool. out to him by the way. Uh, well, we got to have him back on soon. My wife has a uh, first appearance of Blade Dracula. Oh, she has a, a tattoo shop. The other cool key that I have to kind of brag a little bit out. It's a little sad, but since George Perez died, I had the first <coughs> is one of his first covers, and also the first appearance of Deathlock. Wow! Uh, yeah, that's so I, that oh, yeah, one. You like, told me about that. So it like like doubled, tripled in value pretty much just overnight. So how much is and it? And I was now? and I'm a Deathlock collector so it was like that's why i got i didn't even realize who he was at the time but so you feel like cheering like being excited but then you feel like a jerk for exactly it's like oh he oh shit this is worth so much oh man i I mean it's a shitty reason but i think now i can look back and kind of appreciate his art a little bit more and you know search out his art to appreciate it yeah that's the story i'm telling right now anyways to make myself not feel guilty (laughs) <laughs> I want to get some Jack Kirby art, some OG shit, so I put on my walls, like some even unfinished, even yeah, anything. That would be. That would be tough. I put a napkin on my wall, <laughs> dude. Yeah, with his spaghetti no, no. stain. Yeah. yeah, Jack Kirby, the he's my favorite. He's and he got so fucked. Yeah, just because of the way the industry. Bill was. Finger got fucked. Yeah, <laughs> majorly. <laughs> That's probably the biggest Jack, fucking comic history, maybe. Jack Kirby died penniless, didn't he? I mean, basically broke. I don't remember. I know Bill Finger did. He dude. never made any damn money, dude. And, you know, and that's kind of the sad thing. The only, One of the only things that what I would say would taint uh, Stan Lee's um, legacy, legacy is that he never stood out for his boy, dude. And the guy that actually made... Made, brought these characters to life and they had to like actually fight over who came up with spider-man you know what i mean yeah what the fuck you both did and that that kind of sucks and then stan lee goes to massive heights and jack gets left in the dust that sucks yeah, but jack died in like what the 90s right was it i don't know hmm. sounds about right 
Maybe I'm full of shit about all this, but that's what I, I heard. That's what I heard. He never got he never got any like the same kind of love as Stanley. I, I you know I don't know a whole lot about that. Well, I mean Stanley has probably the, the most highest as far as a profile name in comic book history. Indeed. It's the yeah. name of the names. It's the Walt Disney. Yeah, but they were coming up together. They that's had true. That. I'm I'm just saying as far as a comparison, nobody else is in the same. And I don't think Jack had that kind of league as Stan Lee. Yeah. I don't think Jack had that um, gift of gab, you know, like Stan Lee. The business he, did, he didn't have. Yeah, he didn't have that charisma. Or the hustle. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know. And maybe that's his own fucking fault. He, you know what I mean? Who knows? Anyway. So I'm going off on a whole fucking thing here about it. <laughs> that it, uh, so, what else I mean, got? um... I don't know the other things we're talking about. You know, we kind of mentioned Stranger Things coming out. Uh, Obi-Wan's coming out. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of movies coming, you know, very soon, too. But uh, uh, gonna put in that, I'll put out a list on the website about it later. But And, yeah, we're going to be at Casper Comic Con. Yep. Once again. Is there it's going to new- be awesome. I can't wait for that. Like, we got that news yesterday. That's going to be so fun. You should dress like Chun Li, Street Fighter. I should just shave my legs. Or no, dude, no, no, don't hair. shave them. Don't, don't shave them. You're right. Crazy bastard. Yeah, yeah. Why would you shave them? <laughs> Fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> so, is anything new coming up that you're looking out for? I didn't looking see anything. This, I didn't really see anything this week, to be honest. I was keeping an eye out for interesting stuff, but I just I don't think I saw much. Um, I'll tell you this. I saw a pretty cool video of a guy juggling three Rubik, Rubik's cubes and solving, solving them, at them at the same time. At the same time, that was pretty neat. You but. kids and your ticky talky. They was like they kept doing these slow motion shots. The video was so much longer than it needed to be. <laughs> so it's like him in slow motion, just and you're just mem- mesmerized just watching this shit. Yeah. I can see anyway. That. That's the news, huh? Dun, 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 or that's everything uh, for yeah. the beginning. So, let's talk about hip hop with MC Virus. Let's do it. What? Uh, I don't have an air horn on here on my sound. I can hook you up with some samples. Yeah. If you need some. I'm always looking for those copyright free samples. Yeah, I just make you making them in the studio. Yeah, in Albuquerque. So when did you start? Like, what was your initial start in like hip hop? Was uh, was it rapping? Was it making beats? Was it scratch? Did you become a DJ first? Because you're all these things now. As far as uh, so what what did you start with? I started writing raps in third grade. Not not seriously or nothing, but that was like my first time putting a pen to paper with the intention of writing a song. Right. Um. When I first started, I, I did a track called "Digging on the Down Low" from uh, Esham that I had acquired. Uh, an, like a, what is it? Um, a single that has like the acapella, radio edit, and all that shit. And there's an instrumental on it. And there was a recording studio up at East Eastridge Mall at the time. I forgot what the name of it was. I recorded there, made this track. It was horribly recorded. Of course, that was like I mean that's how it goes. Two thousand. And four, 
was the first song you ever did? Yeah. And so how long how long after you were writing your first or like you like your first actual song was that like the first one you actually wrote or yeah with the intentions of recording it yeah i got you and so after that how long before you were oh you know what i lied before that i recorded on tapes on a karaoke machine i did write a few like two or three songs probably that same year though okay so starting from the bottom like all the way yeah it was it was just a karaoke machine with a mic that I got and uh, just with with beats that were like the stolen beats from whatever you could whatever I could find off the internet or whatever. And that's back when LimeWire and yeah, FrostWire. So you're yeah you're downloading these beats illegally and then bootlegging the fuck out. Well, it's only bootleg if you sell it. I was uh, giving it away. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So you your first actual studio album, Ghetto Gifted. Yes, and that was the one with you and Jay on the cover in the suits, right? Uh, the back side of it, actually, the insert. There was, oh, suits. No, that was prescription. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys were on the front. You're you're pouring out the forty on the front, right? No, that was the fire for that release. Oh, okay. Jesus. I think I'm standing on the cover with uh, my arms spread in a mausoleum at the cemetery. Oh, okay. And that was a good album. Thank you. I really enjoyed that one, man. Thank and you. um how many you have now? How many albums have I come out with? Yeah. I think it's just the 3. And if you want to include the tape that I made before that, four, and, but And that's as M- MC Virus. That's MC not... Virus has been a name that, that I've only gone by. And but I'm saying you have smoke signals now though. Yes, uh, smoke signals project is um, kind of like the band thing, but it didn't really work out. It's still uh, a possibility, but it's just it's just MC Virus right now. Okay. But, um, but you guys never actually recorded any music, no. No. Oh, okay. So, well, what it was really is uh, I had asked uh, Cassie Batfish. I met her through my aunt. Uh, she's a badass drummer, and we're talking. Uh, we, we got a show coming up sometime soon. Uh, she, we had a falling out, and she came back, and she's drumming for me now again. I don't really have a DJ currently, so that's kind of holding some stuff back. Mm-hmm. But that really was the smoke signal. It was Cassie, the DJ, DJ Crate Cuts back in the day. Yep. Me, Big Murder, and that was it. But uh, it kind of fell out, and we sort of just went different ways, and. I'm just pushing a solo project right now, but she's going to help drum for that now. Uh, that's dope. So uh, I never did, did get to meet her. You guys must have been in that falling out well when I was up in Some, yeah. Albuquerque. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she seems nice. Oh, she's cool. She's awesome. That's awesome. That's yeah. cool. You guys are like back in doing music together again. It yeah. seems like. Seemed like uh, that was a good fit. The the shows with a live drummer is just so much better. There's too many. I, there's too much hip hop that people just will plug in their phone, and and rap. I mean, you could be a good rapper. It's just not a show to me. It's not a live performance. If it's, you're just it's glorified there. karaoke. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Not to diss anybody that does it, you know, but step your game up. These people paid a ticket to come see you. Yeah. Give them give them more than their money's worth. I'll tell you one thing. 
and this is an embarrassing story. (laughs) This guy asked me to host for Rhymesick Fest Mm. in 2018. 17, 18, something like that. Let me tell you, Bill. I had never even spoken into a microphone in my life until I was like up on that stage and like hearing my voice back and like I'm like yeah I can totally do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like yeah I got this. And I think I could now just because I'm used to hearing myself speak and everything and you know, it's not weird to me to be talking into a microphone or put myself out there and talk. But at that point I get out there and the first act is coming up. And I just walk out there and I like completely froze and I didn't know what to say or anything. Mom spaghetti. But yes. And I did not seize the moment. He ran off stage like Napoleon dynamite did after the <laughs> dance. <laughs> I would too. I'm Bro, kidding. No. I'm kidding. <laughs> Bro, it was embarrassing though. And I was, that was just like that moment when I, got humbled and i go i'm not ready for anything like that you know what i mean it was just like they taking too big a bite and fucking choking on it like well the the reason why i approached him is uh before i did all this music stuff i was doing backyard wrestling and he worked as an an announcer he would announce the wrestlers backyard wrestling Mm -hmm. yeah yeah And, and he did that a few times yeah and i did well yeah and so i'm like oh you got this yeah it's just announcing rappers Bands and shit. But hosting's a whole different thing, dude. Like, I know that now. Yeah, I guess. Like, hosting and emceeing are completely different than, like, a commentary. Like, commentary, I know commentary because I've watched fights my whole life. You know what I mean? So I'm used to hearing that. That's why I'm able to do a podcast because I listen to three a day every day while I'm working. Yeah. But... I found like from listening to comedians and like listening listening to them talk. Um, what? when when did we uh, we were gonna play one of your songs? Yeah, right? we we'll play that right after. I was just trying um, but listening to comedians and just the different ways of approaching a microphone and what you're doing. Yeah. Um, I just wasn't prepared for that, but. I'm getting way off on a whole thing again. Sorry. No, you're okay. You smoking Bill, that good shit. Bill's like, let's play the video. Well, so I just want to make sure we. So before you hit play, um, this is um your song, uh, something strange. We, what was this last year? Last October. Okay, this I went up to Albuquerque. October. It was a small part of the crew, just kind of building sets and helping you get everything together. But this was yeah. like a five day thing right yeah um and Sixth we day you you missed the last day you yeah, had to, I had your to bus. i had to get back but um it was a really f- amazing experience dude like and i appreciate you having yeah. me there and you were talking about part two yeah um but so we're gonna play your song here so people can hear during the episode um and then we'll post a link to the video because it is a whole like it's a mini film Right, like uh, a eight minutes, uh, like long. a short film. So we, the whole video can be on the, on the will be on thecomiczone.com. And we'll talk about a little bit more of it, it uh, right after the song. Oops, so 
a shit storm. You better look out like a cup scout and route to Gacy's house. Uncle Red and Brown got a profound sound coming out of his mouth. I don't give a fuck if you think I suck or if I offended you. If I apologize, realize it's lies I pretended to. I pick mistakes like backspace state abortion clinics. I mix base with great taste, grace with a force be in it. I'm going hunting and I'm gunning anything with orange on. Strutting on a gun until there's nothing and the floor is gone. This ain't no joke, bitch. I make dope shit like I'm Heisenberg. Riding swerve and fly the urban reliant words. Highest birds. Fuck happened to Michael. Suicidal to psycho. How to inspire my whole cycle. Style just went viral. Uh. That I'm targeting and sharpening may cause vomiting. Please see a doctor if your monster pick up startling and gargling. Partly I'm an anatomy with a sparkling philosophy. Constantly I'm lost at sea, but honestly, when I'm harnessed peace, I lost my mind, but I went inside to find a sign. I could define that I was fine, but the only kind that I could find was verbal, hurtful slime. That's it, purple and spurt rhymes. Einstein, mastermind, built inside a cyberdyne. Open up these candy wrappers like November 1st. This member jerks and incentive words. I'm sinister to these miniatures. Spit squad on a spit raw with a sick thoughts and thick jaw. Pucker up with lip gloss and it's come across this dick sauce. Hold any thick bitch quick with a slick Jedi mind trick. I'm fucking medical Orion whores, legs up like the Orion doors. Long in the saddle, the battle with Bruce Banner's shadow. Head of this man on the channel, no longer handle them rattled animals. So, like I said, we went up and did this video. I mean, how long to... <clears throat> so you wrote this song how long before we shot the video? Because it was like a whole long... It was like... It, that, I sat on that for a while. That was about four years old. The lyrics. Yeah. And um, it took me a while to, to get the rights to the beat. And I wasn't going to put it out till I had it. Yeah. I acquired the instrumental. I paid for it, the exclusive and all that, so... Took a minute. Yeah, and it took about two years to put the video together prior before you came. Right. Yeah, you were saying it was like a two or three year, like just getting the everything together to make the sets, make the deals for the the car, which I mean that was like all a fiasco in itself. Yeah. Tell Bill about that, like the whole. Well, we yeah, so we, first, if you're just listening and you haven't seen this video, you got you got to check it out because it is a full on production and of you know ghostbusters yeah, and yeah. homage to it yeah. so it looks 
this isn't just like shot with the iPhone or something. This is a real, real deal yeah. production. It, yeah. it was yeah. very, very well done. And shout out to Louis with the uh, Epidemic Media. Dude, dude's a mastermind. Yeah, Louis was, and he's a great guy. Like, yeah. uh, he was a really fun dude to hang out with, and um, he knows his shit. He did yeah, he really does. well. So, um, so it's the the car you're getting back to. It wasn't the because uh, the, the original in Ghostbusters, that's like a Rolls Royce or some some the original Ghostbuster car is a '59 Eureka uh, Cadillac, Cadillac ambulance yeah. Miller Meteor had made um, that was of course converted from an ambulance to the Ecto One. Right. We yeah. we used a PT Cruiser. Yep, and that's kind of the so this this video is supposed to be um, a dream sequence. So Mike's working. Or uh, MC Virus. I'm oh, sorry, bro. It's okay. Uh, he's working uh, as a lawn or like kind of a landscaping guy, which I liked the idea of you having like the leaf blower on, so yeah. kind of uh, resembling the proton pack. Yeah. But before we go too far, tell him since we're on the car, tell him the story about the car and like how that all went down and then how it like actually played into that whole dream sequence you almost had a caddy right yep. is that the story? it wasn't a cadillac it was going to be a it was a bel air and that had already been somebody had um converted into their version of the ecto 1 had the red fins on the back and everything it would have it was it was like totally low rider looking which yeah. would have like was like when i seen that car and i like i wanted to put this song together i have i was sitting on this beat i was like man that that car to this beat would just fucking be hard as fuck, right? Mm -hmm. So I was gonna do it. Dude wasn't gonna let me drive it though. I was gonna pay him extra. He wasn't gonna let me drive the car. He had to be in the car. Dude was just giving us a hard time. There's two other. There's a crew in Albuquerque called the Zia Ghostbusters. Shout out to De uh, Jared. Yep, and they're in the comics. Um, they uh they had a PT Cruiser, and I forgot what what Dave's car is. Or, or Dan, excuse me, Dan. I fuck. I fucked his name up in the credits too. Anyways, um, but they have Ecto ones that they do their events with. Uh, they do charity events. They make a wish foundation. So I, I've joined their uh, their crew for for some of that stuff. Uh, they go to the comic cons and stuff. There, there's, uh, you know, like the fifty first, uh, like the stormtroopers groups and stuff like that. Yeah. This is like the same thing, but Ghostbusters. It, they're like Juggalos, but less annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and they actually got skills. Yeah, yeah. Jared is a fucking wizard with making movie props. Like, oh my he god, he built my proton pack to the exact exact uh, specs of Bill Murray's and Ghostbusters too. The scratches on the paint, the the way the screws are turned, mm -hmm. everything. And so he we he ended up that fell through. Uh, and Jared has a PT. Well, cruiser. I was like, I'm gonna use the PT cruiser. Because I, I was thinking, like, man, this is since this is a dream sequence, when I wake up, I go, oh, fucking PT Cruiser. Like, it makes it more, uh, the dream more believable. Like, I, I, it's, it's the Wizard on. of Oz formula, really. You know, when I wake up, you were there and you were there, and uh, mm. the car was a PT Cruiser. Like, <laughs> like know? everything was perfect, but it's a PT Cruiser. Like, what yeah. the fuck? So it's like plays into that whole dream thing. And like, I had to have some comedy in it. You know, Ghostbusters is a. Is a horror comedy if you really think about it. I mean, it scared the shit out of you, mm -hmm. you know, and it was funny at the same time. So obviously, Ghostbusters inspired you pretty heavily, like before that, right? And just like, well, yeah, this was kind of the culmination of your love for Ghostbusters. 
I've loved um, Ghostbusters since I was a kid. So would you say it's inspired you throughout your whole career? Well, Ghostbusters is how I found out about hip hop. Um, I remember my, when I was a kid, my mom used to buy me the cassette tapes to the soundtracks of the movies I like to watch. And that was at the time Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, what else did I have? The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and stuff. But Ghostbusters, I had the Ghostbusters soundtrack, but it was all like T- Thompson Twins and uh, Air Supply. It was shit I just wasn't really into, but I had the Ghostbusters song on it from Ray Parker Jr. Mm-hmm. So Ghostbusters 2 comes out. This has Run DMC, Bobby Brown, Dougie Fresh. Like actually? Yeah. Yeah. In, in 1989, I was five years old, so I've been listening since I was five years old. The song Dougie Fresh did called Spirit is like the first song I ever heard hip hop that and it had scratching, beatboxing and rapping. It had like all of like these elements that make hip hop hip hop, you know what I'm saying? And I was just in love. Like who is this guy? Mm-hmm. And and the Run DMC cover that they did, I, like it was just wild to me and I loved it. So, and so that's how I got into wanting to do hip hop. And I bought more hip hop tapes after that. It was on from their Public Enemy NWA. Just never at five stopped. years old. Like this is the shit I wanted to get into. And my mom was like, "All right." Well, I was listening to Doggy Style, like Snoop Dogg, when I was in fifth grade. I didn't even know what the fuck they were talking about. I was like, "This is," uh, I don't know what they're saying. Well, that shit sounds awesome. Yeah. The first cassette I ever bought was uh, De La Soul, Three Feet High and Rising. Uh, that album is dope. Uh, yes. It is a great one. Yeah. Good one. I love De La Soul and Tribe Called Quest. So yeah, let's talk about uh, other like what what are some of the hip hop hip hop are yeah your influences. Um, Beastie Boys. I, I listen to a lot of Insane Clown Posse, but I didn't much get um, influence. I got more. I, I got motivatively influenced from them more than anything. They're showmans. Yeah, they're entertainers. Um, they, if they're if they're great at anything, it's putting on a great yeah. show. Big Daddy Kane, for sure. Big Daddy Kane, Slick Rick. So many people say Big Daddy Kane, dude. Like it's not. That's not even a question. Rock him. If it if it's not if you don't have D- Big Daddy Kane in your yeah. top ten, I don't trust you. Yeah, he's one of the greatest. <laughs> Wu Tang Method Man. <coughs> Wu Tang. But I I I like the darker stuff like Brother Lynch Hung and yeah, like I I like the dark part of it. And uh, who was that other guy you you like a lot? Uh. The uh, R.A. the Rugged Man? Oh, are they? Ru- yeah, R.A. is fucking ill. Yeah, He's one of the best to do it right now. I don't think anybody's fucking with him. How old is that guy? I don't know. He, I know he's old enough to be the only white guy in hip-hop history that ever did a track with Biggie Smalls. Ever. Really? Yeah, it's called the Cunt Renaissance. Look it up. Huh. It is... Imagine Biggie Smalls being dirty as hell. Like, like it's, the, it's the raunchiest he's ever been. Crazy. Yeah. Huh. So he's been doing this shit forever, huh? Yeah. I, I believe he was signed to Jive when ICP was signed there for the Riddle Box. Like 94 back in the day. He, he wasn't already the rugged man. He was called the Crustified Dibs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> the Crustified Dibs. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> that's, that's a weird name. I love it. So fucking, oh, 
What do you got uh, for him, Bill? What kind of questions so, you got? I know this guy, so it's hard for me to run him down. Cause uh, so just as as a musician, do you find any pros or cons versus just releasing singles versus albums, or do you? I, I just kind of wonder as far that? as like is the album still relevant, or how do you make an album still relevant versus just cranking out singles as um, you gotta really make something that somebody wants to buy and people really ain't into physical copies of stuff anymore i mean at least the younger generation but uh my plan for my next record to to solve that is to actually print up vinyls vinyls is coming back you put a download card into it so they they get two copies essentially they got that physical copy they can look at yeah, 12 yeah. inch you know what i mean it's, it's with cool to look in it. your hands and they can download it to their phone or where they're, they're whatever you know mm-hmm. they do you could stream it of course but this way you have something physical i'm gonna put a pack of rolling papers in it mm. and a sticker and sell it for 13 bucks my stepmom used to have the, uh, the cheech and chong record that had the rolling giant rolling big paper bamboo i have it still yeah. got the paper in it yep they did a picture of them on the paper yeah it's tight. I got it for like twenty bucks uh, at a record swap. Nice. Yeah, that's a fucking steal. Yeah, I had to jump on that for sure. Um, so Ghostbusters and what? Like, so you started watching those when you were young, young. Like, like you got into that. Like, well, the cartoon. The cartoon was the first thing I seen. I was born in '85. The cartoon came out in '86. So I like that cartoon was out for like a year or so, probably before I started watching TV. So I'm guessing like '87 maybe. So you saw the cartoon first. Yeah. And then. And then the is movie. Is that the is that the off the the off, like the weird Ghostbusters? What was the it re- called? No, the, the real, real Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters. Oh, you what mean the Filmation's Ghostbusters? I guess. No, nah, there's the lo- a different one. Yeah, what was that one called? I don't know. Ghostbusters. They had like Ghostbusters. knee pads and shit. Or whatever. Elbow well, guys. I guess, yeah. they, had a, they had a monkey. They had a gorilla with them. Yeah, that's a weird one. That's it was like, a live action one in the 70s with Larry Stork mm-hmm. from F Troop. Well, didn't you say they had to, um, they almost didn't get the name? Yeah, they, well, they yeah almost, it was almost Ghost Smashers, Ghost Breakers. Yeah, because there was that older Ghostbusters and they had to, like, did they buy it or what, what happened? Yeah. They they gave him a a pretty big check for it, from what I remember. And the rest is history because yeah. I mean Ghostbusters is huge. I mean you look at dudes like the Zaya Ghostbusters; they're so passionate about it, and it's like one of the like I'm passionate about the things I'm passionate about, and it's always interesting to see what other people are hyper passionate about. And like the like Jared, like we were talking about the proton packs. And just the hyper attention to detail. I mean, this guy could be making so much money. Yep. If he got into the right field, and it, it and is, I mean, I guess prop making at the very least that's always going to be a part of movies, right? Yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff CGI and green screen still, but the need for props and all that is will always be. And there. is that what kind of got you into working in movies too? Uh, my dad did. Um, he's been doing it a long time. Uh, but the what we like, I want to do that or grow anywhere I can. Really, I just want to be 
in the film industry somehow, some way. If I'm not in front of the camera, I'll push the broom behind it. I don't give a shit. But you have been in front of the camera. Well, yeah, but so but, what, what's some of the stuff that you've worked on? Or what are the, TV, what the as far as your favorites, like you know, shows I worked on or anything? Yeah, yeah, or Brad, you know what? Um, Better Call Saul season six was was pretty good. And that was that was pretty quite an experience. Yeah, did some cool shit. I can't tell you guys because it's indie right now. But right. if you guys watch the show, you follow Breaking Bad at all. Like, I'm. I mean, I think I'm on season three or whatever right now. Better Call Saul. Yeah, dope. That's a great show. Yeah, it's kind of a slow burn though. Season three is the the season I started on that show. Yeah, it's a good show. Uh, it's not Breaking Bad or anything, but it's still pretty good. But it's supposed to become Breaking Bad, right? It's leading into yeah. So and. At some point, don't you get Walt and Jesse in an episode of that? Or you can't say? I, I don't know. Okay. I'm I'm not at liberty to say yes or no. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, what up, What's some other shows? Uh, Daybreak, Midnight Texas. Did a, a Billy Zane movie called Cliffs of Freedom. Um... So what's like some of the things that you've worked on there? Cosmos. I did. A, I did a season of Cosmos. Didn't you work on that Wolverine movie? Logan. No, I just worked with the crew that did. Oh, okay. He sent me a piece of fake rebar. Like it's like uh, bendy. Yeah. Nice. Just some. Uh, what scene was that? From? Like just, I, I, just well, he some, he hit some with his yeah. claws. And then he had. Uh, you wanted the lock that was like yeah. slashed by his claws, but you couldn't get it. Huh. Mm-mm. Yeah. Fuck no! There's there's some there's there's a nerd that's always above a nerd. So they, <laughs> it's a high or, hierarchy of nerd nerdness. Uh, yep. Yeah. So it's hard to get your hands on those props. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Do they reuse sometimes a lot of it? Sometimes it's not. So, uh, sometimes the prop masters use. Uh, they'll they'll send us shit and we'll repaint them to look like like guns all the time. You know, they'll use them in all kinds of different shows. Prop prop guns. The same ones. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. So like you'll see the same gun in two different movies, but it'll be painted different or something. That's crazy. I think I've seen a lot of of just like repurposed um, props and shit in some of the movie documentaries and stuff. That uh, the movies that made us, they talk about some of that. I think, yeah, about just like repurposing things or like some of the funnier props uh, where the like in. In the uh, Clone Wars, in the uh, Qui Gon's communicator thing, he's talking into. Oh, it's a and Gillette it, it's razor. It's a Gillette razor. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, that's so funny to me. Does that happen a lot? Yeah, there's a lot of shit that they'll, they'll make shit out of, uh, like a paper towel roll. Right, just the base for something. So it's more. It's like cost. Oh yeah, this the the cheapest way, cheapest safest way possible. And the, and whatever sells it, right? You know what I mean? Because it can't look like shit. And they love and they love iPads or the tablets. Yeah, they can program and do anything or just a. I it's a like touch a screen case, for anything. Right. Put a bomb on I, it, I, a counter, a timer, whatever. Oh yeah, that makes a huge. I mean, they used to have to pretend to have that shit in movies. You know, yeah. no. they did that in. Uh, I did it season one of MacGruber, like the whole show, pretty much, and. We did a, uh, a replication. Well, not a replication, but 
we did an NSA build, National Security. Uh, it's all military, right? And they have these desks. They have like those those tablets in them to look like they're all. They have like, like oh planes yeah and shit going on, you know. Make like, it look all high tech radar or whatever. And like yeah. these big screens, but they were projector screens, and they let me have them at the end of the show. Was that what you use in your bedroom? No, I just use my wall. That projector is good enough. But I have a projector screen that I'm going to put on my scaffolding to put my DJ on so I can have a digital banner as I perform. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of your DJ work, what are you doing there? As far I'm scratch, you, you scratching just... on people's shit or whatever. I'm not really DJing any. I don't, you know, I don't like the DJ clubs and shit like Nike and everybody else. I don't like drunk people putting their phone in my face. And it's like a... I do sometimes. I mean, I like to get down with Nike. But um, I'm just not a club DJ. I, I'm I'm a scratch hip hop turntablist. I like. And you perf- do it as a passion thing. It's your meditation, yeah. almost right. Yeah. I mean, you, every I, time I, I talk to this guy on the phone, he's on the on the tables. You know what I mean? And I, just um, like scratching and we'll bullshit for I an look hour. at turn uh, DJing as as uh, it's using the force, and your scratching is your ability with the lightsaber. Sorry, guys. That's all right. Um, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, DJing is is a lot like using the force, and scratching is your ability with the lightsaber. Hmm. You gotta. So you're channeling something. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. You feel. And it's it's ironic that scratching is part of battling. That's kind of funny. I was listening to a podcast the other day where they were talking about the muse, right? And like. The muses, yeah, and and there's this guy who treats it. I forget his name, but he treats it like an actual, like it's act, an actual person, like talks to and like respects the muse and like your, um, <clears throat> it's almost like uh, like they were saying, like creative energy comes from somewhere else, and you, it's not even really coming from you. You're just a an antenna or or a vessel for it to flow through yeah i believe that with the guitar too i feel like you have to be in tune with that kind of creative force that creative energy right because you and it's it's like bringing your what you've learned as far as just like you know scales theory whatever and just forgetting it and just allowing it to come through it even uh paul mccartney said he like some of his biggest melodies he learned he heard in a dream he was just able to remember them and write them down yeah. And that's why he was, you know, that's what he created. With his instruments success. is like that. But turn turntables is different because you're playing somebody else's music. But when you're actually scratching, you're creating your own. Right. You're, you know, there's there's not a whole lot, and, and a lot of, a lot of DJs are scratching these days. A lot of them are just playing music because that's you know you're or mixing it with, with a different uh, instrumental and an acapella or however. But like scratching is really a manipulation of m- creating music with a sound. Mm-hmm. A sound, you know what I'm saying. So, and that's that was the that was really interesting to me to hear that it's like that creative energy is like its own force. It's like almost using people as its device to get the, get out there and for us to create things, inspiration and innovation. You know what I mean? We're always innovating, and not just in music, but in technology. It's just very interesting that. All that stuff seems to come from like your dreams or just you don't a lot of people that are inspired to create something they don't even know where it comes from when I write sometimes uh 
like I'm kind of deaf. I mean, from always having headphones on and fucking touring and shit. But I'll if you say something, sometimes I'll hear it differently. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what did you say? And what I thought you said and what you really said, I'll use them to rhyme with each other. Right. That's interesting. Um, wow, that's that's similar to what like Eminem said. It's like uh, he he tries to rhyme words that won't, you know what I mean? Bend the words to make it. Well, sometimes it's like you like everybody else does it for me. I just put it together, like DJing with words. Yeah, you're just collecting inspiration from people. Mm-hmm. I, I write shit down on my phone constantly. That's, int- that's even awesome. if it doesn't like fit, doesn't make sense, sounds weird. It's the same thing with me and like podcasts. Like I'll listen to a podcast, but I'm not just listening to what they're saying. I'm listening to how they're doing it, the flow of the conversation, um, and just all of that. And I, that's where I get my inspiration from. Pretty much take it apart. Yeah, listening to these comedians are the best podcasters, in my opinion. They all are so used to being in clubs and talking on a microphone constantly and uh, engaging their audience. Yeah. It's like you have to be funny. You have to be on point or you'll eat a bag of dicks on stage Mm -hmm. like I did at that fucking, (laughs) at the festival. I don't remember you eating any dick, but. Well, that's just what they call it when you (laughs) fucking eat shit on stage and fail miserably. Choke. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, that kind of shit is really interesting to me, just like that, that energy, the creative energy that seems to come from elsewhere. Do you think that's what it really is, or do you think it's just a subconsciously creating? I don't know. I, f- I have a almost spiritual sense about creativity. Mm-hmm. Me, too. Mean, Me too. Me too. Because it's, I mean, it, and it's also kind of when you're hot, you're hot, or, or even as is like far as like my my main gig working at the radio station and writing articles for there. Sometimes, especially early on, what I thought would work didn't. Yeah, but it's really about keeping trying and kind of knowing what to what to do Um, and then kind of learning what your audience really is rather than what you think it is and what your audience thinks they want, which what they actually do want. You got to be willing to fail a few times. Yeah. And just knowing to get back up. That's that's anything, though. Like you have to uh, like people take failure and then think it's an L. You know what I mean? Like that's not an L, dude. You you learned. It don't fit like a little kid. It's an opportunity. I just won't do it then. I think where I was going yeah. with that was no, exactly. It's yeah. like you should take failure as a as an opportunity to learn what not to do next time. Right. Like, and that's kind of cliche, but like it's so true. And I think I wasn't talking much about failure or success, as as in kind of the inspiration for those successes, right. you know, and learning to kind of. And it's 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 like being fit, you know, and staying in the game, and you know, like us recording every right. week and staying on schedule, right. and a little bit of the routine, and then the creative part, but then the point in time where you forget all the structure and right. just mm-hmm. just let it happen. That 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 moment. Just let it happen. Yep. And that's let kind go, of, Luke. Let go. That's yeah. what we had no. to do to yeah, even. I got you. That's what we had to do to even kick this podcast off because we were over planning, and just not recording. And we did that for what two weeks, to where we were like planning, planning, like planning, this. and then we were both like at the same time. We're like, "What are we doing? Let's let's just we just need to have fun let's with just this. Fucking 
do this and see what happens. And like, I'm sure if you listen to one of our first episodes compared to now, I mean, it's going to be like night and day difference. Yeah. I haven't listened to our original ones. I'm scared to. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> They're probably not saying, very like you, you, I like you write a few bad songs. Before you write some good ones, right? And it's you're not yeah, gonna yeah, write yeah, bangers. You're, every you're not time. gonna write a banger your first time, you know. Well, some and, people but, might. But even but. after you write a good one, you're still gonna write some bad ones. Yeah, you know. That's what I'm saying. Like, you just gotta keep going. We've had, uh, I wouldn't say we've had bad podcasts, but we've had ones that they weren't as good as others. Right, and yeah. it's like, or somebody would get nervous, and like, I mean, we luckily we've not had anyone like clam up completely. <laughs> But we had that one guy like storm out and say fuck you and kick the door down. No, that just get that didn't happen at all. Say what? No. Yeah, Beth had beat his ass if she kicked yeah. her, her damn door. No, nobody freaked out. Nobody's freaked out or done anything weird. Thankfully, we try to be pretty chill though. Um. So let's talk about some Ghostbusters. What's which is what is the best one of them or do you love them all uh the first one that's your favorite yeah um i always liked the second one when i was a kid the second one the the courtroom scene was probably the best the, my favorite part of the whole movie yeah that's a cool just that whole movie's cool when they're down in the sewer in the river of slime yeah, yeah. i always thought that was really dope i i like afterlife that movie was good. Yeah. yeah. That movie was really good. And I actually, I'm not even a huge fan of Ghostbusters, but I caught myself like, <gasps> you know, <laughs> tearing up and yeah. shit at parts, you know, like that whole, that movie was great compared to the 2016 one. Whatever. Yeah. I, I, the, the writing was horrible on that. And, and I don't think the actors were bad. It's just that they, I just. They were trying too hard. No, I don't know about that either. I, I just think that they did the what they could with the script that they had. It was. They wanted to make a comedy. They wanted Saturday Night Live, it, it, it seemed it, like. Yeah, that's probably, I'd say, an accurate Like they took the comedy too far. Everybody on there was Saturday Night Live besides Melissa McCarthy. Huh. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised it's not a Lauren Michaels movie. Hmm. Was Hem- Hemsworth was a SNL? Oh, no, no, no. The, the main forecast. Like, okay, gotcha. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the women. True. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of the weird thing too, is they like tried to make, it was funny. Don't get me wrong. Like his character was funny as fuck, but they like tried to, <clears throat> they like switched the role. They switched the segment. I mean, I, this, this gender well, thing didn't bug me. That's not what bothers, bothers yeah. me. It's the fact that they made him extra retarded. I don't think that was, that, I think that was his character. Like he's supposed to be stupid. I thought that no, was the that. best part of the so movie. So did I. Though. My cat. I just thought that was funny. I don't think it's yeah. a bad. When he thing. asked, oh, he just when he asked, like, if, if can I bring my cat? He's like, I'm sorry, I have a cat re- uh, allergic to cats. Oh, Mike's not a cat. He's a dog. Goes <laughs> <laughs> first name Mike, last name Hat. <laughs> Michael Hat. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, and there, he there's definitely in his eye, dude. He has no glass. Uh-huh. He's, oh, uh, why don't you have any lens? Oh, yeah, it just kept falling out, so let's quit wearing it. <laughs> He's like, you know, a submarine, or what is it? A fish it, taking a submarine for fish. So it's not a terrible movie. It's funny. It I, I felt sexist because I only thought the part was funny was with Chris Hemsworth, and the, the girls weren't great. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just didn't get... It, it's just the first Ghostbusters, it was scary. 
You know, and that's what they were they were trying to like remake the first one where they get into business and all that. The first one was scary. A ghost went down on Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It was, you know. Yeah. It was definitely the 80s. Yeah, and it, it just seemed too toned down. It was like when they did redid RoboCop. It wasn't rated R. So gay. It was bad. Yeah, it, needs- it, it was the first rated R movie I ever seen, so I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, RoboCop blew my mind when I was a yeah. kid. The second one? The f- yeah, it's it's always, a, I'm always like a sequel guy. When I was a kid, I was Terminator always, Two. Yeah, Terminator Two. Yeah. The second Ninja Turtles T2 movie. Two was probably better than the first one. Yes, that's and the first I'm, one's good. The first still. one, the, but that's one of the few where I think the, the sequel, sequel was absolutely was yeah, better. I, I was huge on the second Ninja Turtles movie too, but I didn't quite appreciate the first one until I was older. Because that's kind of a darker, like you're saying. I like the first one. With, it's definitely more based on the comics. I didn't. I didn't like that they used a different April O'Neil. Her hair wasn't red. Right. She's hot though. She was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like she's pretty smoking. And their their costumes didn't look as good. It's like you making... saw their face through them a lot more. Like the actress' face through the teeth. Oh, yeah. A lot more. Yeah, it it right. looked too cartoony. And in the newer ones, I fucking mm. hated it. How Megan Fox? Like, God damn it. She could have pulled it. I don't know. She could have done see those. I haven't even been. That's, those CGI movies are turtles. badass. If if they're not Jim Henson puppets, I don't want to see it. <laughs> I think I thought it was cool. I liked the them. CGI. Yeah, yeah that, the story was good. I liked it, but like Shredder's like fucking massive. Uh, he had that was at the end of the yeah. He had like a giant because they're massive though. Right, like, the turtles were fucking like huge. Johnny Knoxville was the voice of Leonardo, I think. I don't know. And then they stopped them. Like, they just... I thought they were great movies, and then they just quit. It's like a Michael... Uh, yeah, I thought we were going to see Baxter Stockman. Yeah, that would have been cool. Like, some of the more uh, obscure bad guys from the cartoons. Like, uh, here's the thing. The technodrome. Before you leave, go to fucking the Menards on the way out of town. They got the entire series of... That's something new, I should have said. They got the entire series of uh, the classic Ninja Turtles cartoon for like 30 bucks. Oh, like wow. 10 seasons. That's tight. Like I bought, in, I mean, it's going to take a long time to watch that. And it's a little rough. I'm not going to lie. It's hard to watch. Yeah. They have a, at the comic book shop by my house, it's got Lobo Comics on uh, Want to Bow down there. They have the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles autographed by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. I'm not sure if I'm saying his last name right. Mm. For, for like a thousand, like eleven hundred bucks. First pressing. Wow. Yeah. That would be awesome to have. So Lobo after the DC it, character, bite me fanboy. Yeah. No, Lobo is uh, in Albuquerque. Um, That's the name of the store. No. Yeah, the name of the store. It's uh, like a district like Lo- 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 Lobo. The New Mexico Lobos are the ho- oh yeah 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 um, basketball team? football team. Yeah yeah yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, everybody. Lo- it's Lobo everything. Lobo Burger. Mm-hmm. Fucking like three oh seven here in yes, Casper. Exactly. Oil City. Yeah. Oil City. Yeah. yeah. Or Buffalo. They use the the Buffalo here. Buffalo Burger. Even though it's a cow. There's <laughs> a place I went to, Johnny J's or something. Long time ago, it was really a cow. I was like, "Oh, they said it was bison, and it no, was- it was just called the Buffalo Burger." Oh, and it had a cow it on was the like side, barbecue sauce or something on yeah. it, like the Western Burger or whatever. They, yeah, pretty much. We got a ton of those restaurants, man. 
just it's like just, so many. The one I like the most is Wyoming Ale Works. That place is awesome. Yeah, they're pretty good. Anyway, so. Got anything cool coming up here? Yeah, what's, next? what's coming up with uh, virus? I, there's a. Uh, I'm I'm uh, working on some stage stuff right now. I'm not really trying to say quite yet, but my live performance stuff is just kind of slowed down for a little while. Till I got to get off this TV show I'm on right now, mm-hmm. and I gotta after this I'm gonna take some time off and work on all this. But uh, this thing I'm doing, I have to make a lot of payments on it right now. Mm. For my live performance. Oh, it. okay. I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. I haven't. I, I won't say, but yeah. Um, we'll show you after we're done. I, I'm offered to do something July 22nd, possibly here. I don't know yet. Um, I'm scheduled for September 3rd in Omaha, Nebraska. A show there with um, Mountain Williams, DJ Manatee from back in the day. Hmm. Supposed to be doing that. Cool. And uh, hopefully a tour next summer. Yeah, and we were talking about... Um, would you say possibly, or do you not want me to say what you were talking about last? The video? Y- yesterday? The next something strange? Oh, no, we can talk about that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, um, we were talking about going me going up there again and helping shoot the next video. So that'll be... The next video is actually not MC Virus featuring DJ Ohm like the last one. The next one is DJ Ohm featuring MC Virus. When I come up there, we're going to need to take a... I'll bring up the equipment and we'll do another uh, podcast. Yeah, and kind of go over some stuff uh, when when we see you again. That'll be probably a while though, right? Yeah, I never know when I'm going to come back. Um, well, no, I'm saying like oh, when we we do the video. Yeah, when we're oh. doing the video, I'll bring my shit up and we can just record. Yeah, that video is going to be a minute because Jared's moving to Kansas. And he's taking the Ecto one with him. Oh yeah, I saw that. So um, I'm not sure. Is he gonna? Start I can't a new... do it without his car. It has to be his car. Right. So. Well, I want to get him on a podcast too. The leader of the well, is he Zia Ghostbusters? Did he pass that torch or what? Uh, I, you know, I I don't know. I I'm not sure. I I had dinner with him actually the other day. The little. Oh, yeah, I asked you to uh, tell him I want him on the show. I, I did. I oh, did, did just text him. Cool. Or Facebook or whatever. What are we at here, Bill? As sitting, far as... Uh, sitting about an hour and a half here. Oh, perfect. Um, Where can people find you on social media and such? Uh, find the, some of your music. At the real MC Virus with a Z on Instagram. MC Virus on Facebook with a Z. Nice. Um... Thanks for coming on, buddy. This has yeah. been a long time coming. Uh, you're a founding member of the Comic Zone group. Yeah. Uh, one of the first three people, me, him, and Sean, and we it's grown to almost 800 people now. So it's been a long time coming. I'm glad you could make some time to get on here. Yeah. I actually stayed another day just for this. Nice. Thank you. Sweet. I'll come back for sure. Dope. Follow the follow the Comic Zone on wherever you get your podcasts, um, and check out the website. We're gonna have that giveaway, the info on there, um, and the question. Thecomiczone.com, comics with an X. Exactly. Peace Pirates out. With a Z, comics with an X. <laughs> Later, guys.